Well, hey everyone, and welcome to Reach Daily. Today is Thursday, January 27th, and uh, <laughs> today during my lunch break, I went and open air preached at our local supermarket. And uh, man, after it was over with, I wish I would have kept the camera rolling. What happened at the end was just really an amazing thing. However, at the end of this podcast, the end of the video, after you see the open air preaching, I'm going to be sharing with you exactly what happened once I turn the camera off. Well, so, stick around for more. to the podcast today. Uh, obviously, I am outside about to uh, open air preach the gospel right here in my city. This is a uh, local uh, grocery store. It has a fast food restaurant around us. Actually, right behind me is uh, a Baptist church. And then I have a doctor's office over here anyway. I'm about to just openly declare the gospel on the podcast today. And so I hope this is a great encouragement to you as uh, you see us step up to the plate, so to speak, and uh, boldly declare the gospel. It's very difficult. <laughs> this is not easy to do, but uh, God is with us. And uh, like we said yesterday with uh, George Whitfield, the quote that he said, the great field evangelist, he said, brothers, I'm not, I'm, I'm willing, I am willing to go to jail for you. I'm willing to die for you, but I'm not willing to go to heaven without you. You are now locked into Reach Daily, a podcast to inspire and train believers to fulfill the Great Commission, reaching their city with the gospel of Jesus Christ, both biblically and effectively. New episodes will be uploaded Monday through Friday on your favorite podcasting platforms. Now, here's your host, evangelist, Johnny Gaston. Good afternoon. My name is Johnny Gaston. I'm a local evangelist here in the Grand Bay area, and I'm here to share a message of hope with you today during the lunch hour. And so if you have a moment, I want to encourage you, roll down your window, stay outside just for a moment, or as you're carrying your groceries to your car, listen just for a moment as I share with you the most important message you'll ever hear in your entire life. I'm going to be reading out of Psalms chapter 40, and I'm going to be expounding upon that and sharing with you God's plan for your life. That's God's plan for your life. First it says, David writes here, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and He heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay. And He set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. How blessed is the person who has made the Lord their trust. First, what we see here in the Scriptures is David said, I waited patiently upon the Lord. I called out to Him and He heard my cry. Well, this afternoon, I want to appeal to you that you need God. You need a relationship with God in your life. And the only way for you to have that relationship with God is that He would bring you to Himself. That is, that He would change your heart towards Him. That's the great issue that we have between us and God is that there is a chasm between us and God. The Word of God says that though we were alienated from the life of God, 
engaged in evil deeds that God himself has sent forth his son to die for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. What that means is that we could be forgiven. That we could be forgiven for our sin and brought into a right relationship with him. Now the first thing I want to talk about is that being alienated from the life of God. What that is is to be separated from him. There's a chasm between us and him. God wants to close in that chasm. That is to bring you to himself. The Word of God says that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It also talks about how if we call upon Him, we can become His child. The Word of God talks about how can we, we can be adopted into His family and be adopted into the family of God. Now that's all an act upon God's part. Now if you don't feel that you're far away from God, let me just share with you briefly why we're apart from God. The Word of God says our many sins have separated us from God. Sin is specifically transgressing God's law. His moral law, the Ten Commandments, which is lying, stealing, blasphemy, adultery, idolatry, all these things and more show us immediately that there's something wrong between us and God. The answer to that is found in John chapter 3, verses 16, that says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believe in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. The Word of God then says that Jesus Christ didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that through Him we might be saved. The Word of God says, He who believes in Him is not judged or condemned. He who does not believe in Him is judged already on the basis of our sin. The basis that we've sinned against God and we desperately need to be saved. What do we need to be saved from? Well, the Word of God says here in verse 36 of John chapter 3 that he that rejects the Son says God's wrath abides on him. And what that means is God's going to have a day of justice. God's going to have a day in, in the courtroom of eternal affairs, so to speak. And that is God's Word says that every deed we've ever done, out in the open, sins that we've committed towards other people like stealing or lying, are not horizontal in nature, but they're also vertical. What I mean by that is when we lie, we transgress God's law, which is written upon the conscience. The ninth commandment is you shall not bear false witness. And when you do that, you sin against God. You sin against God. And God's Word says He's going to bring every deed before Him. You're going to stand guilty of those things, my friend. Those things are what makes us guilty before God. That sin is transgression of God's law, but it's not just tripping up, making a mistake. No, it's intentional. We know it's wrong to lie. We know it's wrong to steal. And yet, instead of uh, paying attention to our conscience, which is God-given, instead we transgress that conscience 
and we do what is wrong in the sight of God. That's why David said in Psalm 51, Lord, I've done what is evil in your sight. Think about that just for a moment. Who can hide from God? Well, no one. If there's a God, He is all-seeing and all-knowing. And because of that, we know we're going to stand before Him and He's going to know everything. Everything about us. The Bible says even every deed done in darkness, God's going to bring it out. What that means by Him bringing it out, it means that we're going to have to face it. We're going to have to face the music, so to speak, that we're going to have a rap sheet. We're going to have guilt. We have guilt now. And we're going to stand before God guilty. However, Romans 5.8 says that God demonstrated His love for us. That while we were yet in sin, Christ Jesus died for the ungodly. See, when Christ died on the cross, He was dying for you, ma'am. Dying for you, sir. He was dying in your place. He was facing the very real justice of Almighty God for you on your behalf. God literally saved us from Himself, from His wrath that is to come. But if you refuse to repent, you refuse to turn from your sin, you refuse and you reject the Son, the Bible says in John 3.36 that God's wrath abides on you. Now, the reason why we're out here preaching today is because we want you to go to heaven. We want you to know God. We want you to be reconciled to Him and to come into a right relationship with Him. Why? Because there is a hell. There is truly a hell. And the Bible says it's a terrible place. It's terrifying. And that's why the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God. Yes, God is loving. The Bible says that God is love. However, His love does not negate His justice, nor does His love negate His wrath. My friends, you need to be born again. You need to be saved. You need to be brought into a right relationship with God. Are you right with God now? Can you say that with assurance? That now you are right with God. And then beyond that, is there evidence that you're right with God? Is there evidence that you are right with God? There's legitimate fruit of salvation. That is not only that you pray to prayer one day, but that you continue in faith, continuing trusting your salvation, trusting your, your life and the hands of God, trusting literally in the mercy of God, the mercy of the judge. We want you to cry out to God, just like we read in the beginning. He said, I called out to God. He inclined to me and He heard me. He heard my cry. And what did He do then? Well, the Bible says that He raised me up. He lifted me up out of the horrible pit. That is speaking of the pit of justice, the pit of sin, which is going to bring death, which always brings death. My friend, listen to me. I'm not here to condemn you, but I'm here to tell you that you stand condemned already before God. Why? Because the Bible says we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. 
We've all done what is wrong in His sight. And we're all in the same place. We're in need of His forgiveness. We're in need of His mercy. The Bible says there that God lifted us up out of the pit of destruction. And then He set my feet upon a rock. What that means is that He puts my feet upon a firm foundation. That is Jesus Christ the Lord. That bled, hung, and suffered and died in my place. Jesus Christ said He had the authority to forgive sins on the earth. And then He died and He rose again on the third day. What happened on that cross is that Jesus Christ was dying for your sin. You owed a debt that you could not pay. The only way that the debt would be paid from your life is damnation. Is that you would be judged and ultimately damned in a place called hell. But instead, the Bible says that the wrath of God fell on Christ and that He bore the iniquities of us all. All of our sin debt. Romans 6.23 says the, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is everlasting life in Christ Jesus. What that simply means is that God is on a rescue mission. <laughs> God is rescuing people. Today is the day of salvation, friend. The Bible says don't harden your heart. If you feel the Lord draw you or speak to you, even through an open-air preacher at a grocery store, God can draw you to Himself. Here in Colossians chapter 1, it says, For He rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, and the forgiveness of sins. Here in verse 20 it says, And through Him to reconcile all things to Himself, having made peace through His blood of His cross, through Him I say, whatever things on the earth and things are in heaven. And although you were formerly alienated and hostile towards God in mind, engaged in evil deeds, yet He has now reconciled you in His fleshly body through death in order to present you before Him holy, blameless, and beyond reproach. Friend, that's what it is to be forgiven. It's to be before God holy, blameless, and beyond reproach. It's to be justified in His sight by faith. Today, repent of your sins, turn from them, and place your full assurance, your faith in Christ. And the Word of God gives you this promise that all that call upon Him will not be ashamed that all that call upon Him will not be ashamed. That God will in no wise cast you out. But He'll draw you in. He'll bring you close. Those that were at one time alienated from the life of God, far off from God, God brings close. God makes a way where there seems to be no way. How could a person that's apart from God, that doesn't love God, become a friend of God? Only through God changing the human heart, warming the heart of ice, the cold heart, God can do it. Why? It's upon the basis of His love. God rescues sinners from damnation for His own glory. He does it for His own glory, and He does it on the basis of His love. Today, repent of your sin, place your trust in Christ. And God will remit every sin you've ever committed and grant you the gift of everlasting life. Today, 
Place your faith in Him. Cast yourself upon the mercy of God. Turn from your sins and place your confidence in Him. That word confidence, in the Latin confide, which means one who has faith. Today, place your faith in Christ and you will no way be lost. Christ can save to the uttermost. He is mighty to save. Today I'll be here just for the next few moments packing up. I'd love to speak with you. I have gospel tracts available and literature, Bibles available as well. I'd love to give to you. We do this because we love you. We do this because we want you to end up in heaven. And because we want to honor and obey God. Which tells us to go and preach the gospel to everyone. Today grab a hold of the life raft, which is Christ. Come into the ark. Come into the, to the place of safety. Today is the day of salvation. God bless you. All right, well, thanks so much for sticking around to the end of the video. Either that or you just skipped ahead. Either way, let me give you this great story that happened after the camera was shut off. So, I did see a, a guy walking towards me. And uh, let's just say he looked uh, a little bit rough, <laughs> uh, to say the least. But um, anyway, he uh, came up to me after the camera was turned off, and he said, uh, he said, hey, man, he said, I, heard you, I heard you preaching. I said, really? Great, man. And he, uh, he said, man, I just got out of prison. I was there for five years. I was like, wow, really? And he said, yeah, man, I was, I was stabbed 14 times. And I'm not kidding you when I say he ripped his shirt off, like literally took his shirt off and showed me all the stab wounds. I mean, it wasn't like I needed the proof, but <laughs> just in case, he showed them to me. I mean, he showed me each of them. And he was a very built guy, you could tell. Been in prison for a little while. Probably worked out every day. And uh, anyway, he said, man, how do, you, how do you get right with God? <laughs> At that moment, I'm like, man, there's just, you know, rare moments in life where you get the best questions. The best questions, and that is, how do you get right with God? I said, my, my goodness. <laughs> how many times have I preached the gospel in the open air in different scenarios, and I hadn't had someone specifically just say, hey, how do you get right with God? And I just simply said, I said, well, Jesus said that you must be born again. And he said, what does that mean? I said, you, you must become new. Yeah, you need to have a new heart. And how you do that is God says he's calling all men everywhere to repent. That is to turn to him and to place your faith in his son, Jesus Christ. The moment you do that, God will remit, forgive every sin you've ever committed, wash you clean, make you his child, and give you that new heart that I'm talking about be born again and the Bible says without being born again you're not gonna enter heaven and so anyway he uh, he allowed me to pray with him uh, nothing like at the sinner's prayer or anything like that but I did pray for him uh, that God would open the eyes of his understanding that he would he would give him a new heart he would draw him to himself and ultimately transform him save him just like he did me over 20 years ago so anyway that was awesome but if, <laughs> if that wasn't awesome enough there was a sister in Christ that stopped her car literally got out of her car and started just praising God openly, just praising God because she saw me pray with this guy. And uh, she yelled out to me, she said, she said, praise God, God is moving in this, in this parking lot. And I said, ma'am, I've only been here for 25 minutes. She said, let me tell you something, God can do more in one minute than we can do in 25 years. <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am, I, I believe you're right. Praise God. And uh, just, just a very encouraging 
situation. So pray for this young man, just got out of prison. Uh, I say young man, he's probably around my age, actually. Uh, he, his name's Marcus, and so I'm sure he'll appreciate it if you call his name out in prayer this evening. May God bless you, and thank you so much for listening to Reach Daily. We'll be back tomorrow with more.